0: Welcome to this. It is the third Trolley's Podcast Project. Hooray! And it's Nick's birthday...
1: the show, somebody's broken. that say the show was ridiculous, and we'd like to say to them that they are, they are, you know, mis- they have misjudged us. We are, we are not here just to entertain you, we are here to tell you the hot political issues of the day. We're an important government agency. You didn't realise that, did you? No, you didn't, you stupid fuckers. Now, that sort of thing will be deemed as inappropriate. It won't be tolerated. No. Not at all. Not at all, at all, whatsoever. It can't be, it's legal in this, in this country. So do speak your mind like that, it's disgraceful. I have call this democracy. Oh, god, lord, it's sickening. Civil liberties, I mean, the hell. I mean, disgusting. Bring on the ID card, somebody, For please. For god's sake, just bring them in, now. Come on, there's just been oh, so shit. much talk about sort of getting rid of these, what do you call them? Democracy booths, that's right, democracy booths, on oh. oh, the side of the streets. You yeah. go on them and you, yeah. you, you, you give your opinion. Yeah. And I yeah. get sick. That's disgraceful. Because it's the like, most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Because quite frankly, you know, if you're a woman, your opinion doesn't matter. Oh women? <laughs> what are you talking about? Sorry, oh. What, you know, you know me that it's not true, is it? Women can't vote. They can. Ugh! And you know what's even worse? What? What's even worse? What? Foreigners. They're allowed to vote as well. And prisoners. What do you mean, foreigners? You know, people coming come from abroad, come to country. What? I've never heard of that. It's called immigration. You mean people come to this country and, and someone tells them that they're now British? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly what it is. But that it, is filthy. That's just disgusting. It's immoral. It's, it's foul. It, it's. It's f- it is pro-freedom. Sickening. It, it is denying the government total control. It's like saying that, that people are equal or something <laughs> stupid like that. Taking it a step too far. You're <laughs> I mean, That's really- not how democracy is supposed to work. No. Democracy is basically just a totalitarian regime, regime Exactly, right? exactly. The rich people have the power. Exactly. Oh, that's exactly yeah. how it is. People I just- don't understand <laughs> that. And for God's sake. Oh, God. And no patience with these people. String them up, I Lovely.
0: Now, um, a couple of months ago, on the show, uh, no, in fact, not in when was it September? That's right, September show. Um, a girl called Nina was was delighted with with Nick's fantastic voice um, of, of Dave the pianist. But the thing is, people don't seem to realise this. But that Nick wasn't actually playing Dave the pianist. We did actually have a person called Dave the pianist to come along. So that's right. We, we want to 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 resurrect these these fears and and consecrate them yeah, to yeah. the barrel that is known as urine. I anyway, let's talk now to Dave as well. Could you say hello to Nina?
2: Hello Nina. My name's Dave and I'm Nick. And um tell me Dave, um what are you looking forward to in the future? I'm looking forward to playing the piano a lot. Because that's my hobby.
0: Ginch is that really good line again. What is it um I don't know. That line um I didn't see you there.
2: Oh, I didn't see you there.
0: There? 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 There. I hope that's okay for you, Nina, and we hope you enjoyed Hello, that. Hello, Nina.
2: See? He said it. Yes, I did. Hello, Nina. I'm Dave. And you like cock. And I like cock. Sorry, Nina. He's what the a- fuck? <laughs> Dave's gone.
0: Dave's gone. Bye-bye, Dave. Goodbye. (laughs) And now it's time for the birthday song. And do you know why? Because it's Nick's seventeenth birthday (laughs) Any last words, Nick?
2: I'm scared. (laughs) Why did you do that?
0: (laughs) But aren't you looking forward to your birthday?
2: Gosh, yes. (laughs)
0: Another year closer to puberty
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're friendly Nice (laughs) So Uh, uh, um. (laughs) I don't know what to say (laughs) You made a really (laughs) really weird noise And I don't know what to say (laughs) (laughs) Remember kids Eighth
0: birthday And now Nick sings his birthday song. Happy birthday, happy
2: birthday.
0: Tom Wilson. (laughs) Trolley's podcast is the best thing in the world, so you'd better listen to it at jellycast.com. Huzzah! As you don't know, Trolley's podcast project managed to get hold of Paris Hilton and ask her for an interview. Sadly, she declined. Instead, we have this. This is BBC Radio Vagina. And now it's just gone five to seven. On the 21st of October 1925. Good morning to you. We've got an interview with Paris Hilton coming right up after the song from the Pussycat Elderly People. Poo! <laughs> that was the Pussycat Elderly People with their new single, Pooh. We've got actually an interview with um, Paris Hilton right now. Hello, Paris. How are you?
2: Poo! <laughs>
0: Do you find that so when you come to England? Um, yeah, yeah. What do you what do you think is idiosyncratic about the British?
2: I taken
0: <laughs> How about um, who who do you find in the media attractive? <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, I was having a little joke there with myself. <laughs> I just love that new song, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, goodness, oh, goodness. What was the question again?
2: When you come to England,
0: is there anybody you finds with you that, that attracts you? <laughs>
1: Ooh,
2: David Dimbleby. There's a handsome young man, if ever I saw one. <laughs> I'd like to suck his penis. <laughs> I
0: think the first person just said that.
2: Yes! <laughs>
1: Mind you, I do know um, My brother
2: does know um, His daughter-in-law
1: So
0: theoretically Paris You...
2: No, no, this is just me, never mind But this is just a random piece of information My brother knows um, <laughs> The daughter of his now of his wife Anyway <laughs> Do you think you'll... Do you, do you reckon you'll get David Moby? Paris? Do
0: you reckon you'll get David
2: Moby-Paris? I think so. My feminine wiles are enough to snare him. I imagine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Very much for your time. Goodbye. Any other questions you'd like to ask me? Mm -hmm. What
2: colour are the insides of your eyelids?
0: They're black. Well,
2: that's the colour they appear when you close your eyes. So you're probably right. Well, mine are anyway. What are yours, though? Are you sure? You sure they're not lime green? It's metallic red, I think. Oh, you've changed your tune now, haven't you? Oh. gone from black to metallic red.
0: <laughs> oh, it's got one of each colour, you see. Oh, <laughs> I see. Very clever. <laughs> I, I, I don't actually blink. I blink one eye, and then blink the
2: other one. Ooh. Oh.
0: Oh. oh, that's clever. It is, isn't, it rather. Goodbye.
2: Bye bye, Paris. Well, now it's time for Ben Lewis's Adventures in Borneo. so there I was gun in one hand woman in the other (laughs) when a man-eating tiger leapt right out of the wilderness
0: it had a gun in its paw woof it said I took the gun and
2: I Shot it between the eyeballs. It said before it died. Oh god I've been... been a bad pussy. I said as I drank its blood and
0: fed it Hey, bitch, that's what I do every day of my exciting
2: life. She flung herself upon me.
0: And I invented the new
2: theory of relativity. Ah precisely the same time. Oh yeah, feel this bitch, ladies! Whoop! Kablamo Kapow! capussy. That was just a small part of it, obviously. It went on for 50 fucking minutes. We were
0: there, I was shagging her ears out.
2: The only noise you could hear was... Ben! Ben! My God, Ben! That was her, you understand, not me. Yes! My God, Ben! Yeah! Yes! Oh, That six-foot penis of mine launched into her fat, gaping pussy. Suddenly, that was when I noticed. We were surrounded by over 100 heavily armed virgins. And elephants. I said, Hey, babes, you want a taste of a real man? They said, Wait, you're not Ben Lewis, are you? And I replied,
0: yes, yes I was. Ben, Ben Lewis. They said, oh, Ben, the same way that child did when I drowned it in a barrel of oil.
2: Hell yeah.
0: I can see its eyes turning black now, but that's a different story. There we were in Borneo with a hundred vernage, verni Virgins surrounding me. What was a man to do?
2: I had sex with them each. Individually. But first... I did some fun mathematical equations. And found my new theory of economics. God, yeah. That That made them want me all the more. (laughs) Their sweating
0: pale hands around my gaping six-pack. It was like being back in England. Oh, yeah. There was I. Yes, in Borneo having it off with a hundred different size, glorious, burning virgins.
2: Oh, my God. It was the time of their lives. Yes, it fucking was. Goodbye.
0: Those are my first installments of my stories in Borneo. Fuck yeah. I said fuck because I can! Yeah! Bitches get a hold of my cock and ram it up your pussy so hard that it burns your teeth!
2: And many
1: do. Now,
2: uh,
0: and now, if you remember from last month's show. Uh, we promised you because this is Nick's special birthday show that we'd have two episodes of The Adventures of an and we're going to stick to that promise so here's the first one And now it's time for Nick's Incredible Adventures. that my bottom is sore shut up son we need the money They are. Get ready. More of Nick's amazing adventures soon. Mm, Zo and that was that. Dinky died just like that," said Hogarth intensively as he took his peg leg out of Mrs. Chokonstick. stick. The tree whirled round and violently threw a pair of gloves at the wall whilst pouring a cup of tea into a whale's mouth. God Nab! It shouted. Hogarth. He had forgotten about the gloves that had now been thrown to the ground. He looked up at the ceiling and saw a great darkness, for Bruno, the African American DJ, had strapped himself to the ceiling. As Simon picked up the gun that was made of paper, a tortoise and a can of Coke, Coke appeared, wishing him a-, a merry birthday. A rock dropped from the sky, and suddenly milk poured from Alice, the cow. Alice shouted like an emu, Why was milk coming out of her eyes? Simon closed the book. A- about Dinky and Hogarth and Bruno and Rocks, and went over to mend Alice's broken eye. That book had brought up some questions for Simon. Was he gay? Suddenly, Michael had realised he'd lost his pen. He looked for it in the French to Spanish dictionary, soon realising that four plus nine equals thirteen, which was very lucky for him considering he could eat carrots and win the Grand Prix. But Michael hadn't found his pen. His arse crack was starting to itch. That was the sign. He leant over, poked himself in the left testicle, and the King of India sat before him. Get out! shouted Hermes as a fireball landed in his garden and started to do the washing up. Clark soon found himself wearing eleven pairs of shoes, along with nineteen socks and forty seven ties. He lurched forward to the flesh and vomited, before having a juice drink through a bone straw. Clark are up here, of all granny granny's plum duff. He put on his five hats and strolled out of the window, making three deep incisions to his brain in the process. (laughs) He suddenly felt a lot weaker as he stumbled through Bangkok. He looked in the mirror and noticed that his hands were blue and his face was dysfunctional. As he stood there, his eyes closed up as his body gave in. Clark Superman Kent died the 9th of December 1953. And in the famous words of William Shakespeare, he then came with a balcony and saw her. The end. And now, as it's Nick's birthday and he's 17, so ladies get ready. It's time for Nick's best bits. Do, 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 Nick's best bits.
2: Oh, hello. I didn't see you there.
0: Do 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 do. Nick's best bits. Those, Those were, Nick's were Nick's best, best bits. bits, and what and an asset, asset he has, has been for the show. show. Let's, let's, give, let's him give, give him a, a clap, clap, clap now, around, shall we? Shall we?
2: Two songs. Because it's next, Two songs.
0: Somewhere Over the rainbow There is a place where children like to play. I watch them every day through my glasses they are big. <laughs> I watch them through my window and they play all day. They play. They feed on flesh, they eat my trees, I love to think they eat bees, but please, help the children, they're wonderful please, please, oh sweet children, sweet children,
2: flesh that melts in the mouth, feed me your
0: crotches, And make
2: me pleased, please. please,
0: please. There is someone else we should thank for today's show. Um, he's a great man. Oh, sorry, yeah, she's talking. To me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually recording. Thomas and incredibly that I'm actually recording. <laughs> Yeah, course, I was
2: telling you something happened in the New
0: York shop today. It's a bit Go on, keep going.
2: I saw these two Daymart jackets,
0: identical, you see. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, lady, grey hair. She's um, quite interested now, she wants to make a conversation. Um, oh, they're both the same. I, thought I said, well, maybe they're sort of his and hers, you know. And I looked at are both with me, I said, oh, hers and hers.
2: How queer. She said... <laughs>
0: I won't finish the link There's no point (laughs) Just just, just enjoy the next song
2: The pain of suffering is never ending But that's all about to change With a brand new song we've written Called The pain of suffering is never ending (laughs) But we're going to change that
0: World suffering will be changed by this song. No
2: well, one forever, will
0: forever, forever have to die. Forever. No one will have to die. no, no one will have to die. We'll all have to die. Not even in dark form. Erug Erug. People die the daily because They forever. can't respect again. the again. machine. Little Everybody loves the dance. He has a money once again. But she's gone once again. Oh, Saddam Hussein, we love you.
2: He'll swing. I love you, Saddam.
0: We finished this month's show with a very special story. And now, in commemoration of our first producer, Saddam Hussein, who this month was given a suspended sentence. Once upon a time, old Granny Saddam lived in an enchanted forest just south of the grim grey mountains of far, far away. She lived in a small cottage amidst the trees, a perfectly ordinary little gingerbread house with a plaque on the door reading, God bless this house, and a rectangular welcome doormat. One day, as she was hanging out her washing in the front garden, two small children passed by. Now... Granny Saddam was unused to to visitors, but she made them as welcome as she could, handing out cookies and lemonade, and accepting in return the children's generous gift of large amounts of weapon-grade plutonium. After a long afternoon, the children departed. Goodbye, Hansel. Goodbye, Gretel. Feel free to come again. Goodbye, Granny Sedam, the children replied. We salute your indefatigability. And they wended their merry way homeward. Now, many years later, long after Granny Saddam had disposed of the children's weapons of mass destruction in a responsible and kindly fashion, Hansel and Gretel did indeed return to the cottage. They knew what to do, but just in case, they asked the wise fairy first. "'No, I don't think so,' said the wise fairy, firmly but kindly. "'I don't think that will be the best course of action.' Hansel and Gretel debated amongst themselves and finally decided to go ahead with their plan, despite the fairy's words of caution. So, one Saturday afternoon, Hansel and Gretel put on their best clothes and went back to the gingerbread cottage with their friends. Granny Saddam opened the door. Why, Hansel, Gretel, I am pleased to see you. And these must be your friends. Shut up, you filthy terrorist, bawled Gretel. Where are the WMDs, you ugly old bitch? granny Sedam, runners hansel gretel and all their friends stormed into her cozy little bedsit after destroying all her furniture and slaughtering several of her blind white mice hansel and gretel decided to eat granny saddam's gingerbread house they broke it apart and shared it between them and tried in the meantime to stop granny saddam's mice from squabbling amongst themselves hansel and gretel eventually found granny saddam hiding in her oven "'They dragged her out by the straggly grey beard "'and took her to the magical court in the grim grey mountains. "'There, after three long years, "'Granny Sedam was eventually found guilty of crimes against humanity, "'and though she protested her innocence, "'it was clear she was lying. "'She was hanged the very next day. "'Hansel and Gretel, however, lived happily ever after, "'comfortable and secure in the knowledge "'that they had done a good deed "'and had, once again, saved the forest from ruin.' The end. This show was written for you by Trolley, Nick Barney, Bars Bray, and Max Samuels, with contributions from Richard Hills, Engion, Thomas Robbins, and my mum. Thanks to Bendos, let us read his story. Music from Pianos, Thomas Robbins, and some other people. Uh, It was a Trolleywood production, sponsored by South of Camarata, now using woodblocks until next month, which is a Christmas special, by the way, so you don't want to miss that, do you? Goodbye. Or goodbye, as we say on the show. At first, a little musical interlude. (laughs) Bum 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 bum
1: bum. Bum 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 bum
0: bum bum. do bum 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 bum. Bum 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's, got six he's, got a he's got a six neck! He's got He's got a six neck! He's eating his damage He's
2: got eight legs!